to get me like the rest of the books in the series because I kind of like it. Sorry. <laughs> that was so scary. Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. Hi, Brenna. <laughs> I really want to go, Hi. hey, Brenna. Like Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Mm. <laughs> That's fine. You can look, do what look, you look. want. Ah! Brenna a t-shirt. I love it. Because I'm really excited. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. Right. <laughs> I've always loved loved that design. It's um for our listeners out there. It's a Roy Williams t-shirt in taking from a sticker that I have had and I'm so excited. I've been trying to make t-shirts for a while and I finally was like ordering from this one company, but it was like taking forever just to like get approved together and then the company that I get my stickers made with launched a t-shirt program are you serious that's awesome yeah so it was like perfect timing it was only like 19 dollars um to get one ordered normally when you Mm -hmm. do like singles it's crazy expensive so yeah yeah i'm very excited yeah when i used to get t-shirts made for my old boss we basically we tried so many different companies but it was this local company that was like the only one that it was so cheap mm-hmm. and even though they were like never to reply to our emails like it was just so cheap that we were like we have to stay with them because it was so much cheaper than any other like of the companies like that ship yep. stuff and whatever so <laughs> and most of them charge like per color and it and this is just exactly. a flat rate so yeah which is that's crazy. so great um, that's so great because yeah. i love that company so i'm glad that they're doing teachers it's great i know right but anyways <laughs> If anybody's interested, it features a peachy color, just like in our current podcast album artwork. Oh, yeah. That's that is true. It's my go-to. But anyways, we are talking about um, books we hate today because I don't even remember what I was doing when I came up with this idea, but I texted Brenna. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the most prepared we've been for an episode in a long time. Like, we knew <laughs> so far ahead. <laughs> this we is doing. true. I also felt very unprepared because I am over the years I have turned into quite the minimalist in terms of I donate or get rid of like anything that I don't want anymore like or that I'm not going to read again or whatever so like I don't really have any of the books that I don't like anymore so like I just had to it's (laughs) hilarious wait it's hilarious that you said that because because you have a whole pile oh my god do we have the same book on (laughs) I have the same book on my list as that oh yeah (laughs) yeah the one that's facing you that's hilarious but I love this is amazing. I love that we have a book in common on our list, but that mm-hmm. like you get rid of everything. So you had to really struggle and think. And I just <laughs> literally went to my bookshelf 30 minutes ago and like pulled all of these. Yeah. Cause like the only books, like the only books that I've kept are just the ones that I really want to keep because I don't see, I don't know. I'm not going to read them again. Yeah. So. And I keep almost everything. And so. we live in such a small apartment. It's like, I don't know. So yeah i mean i live in a small apartment too but i still keep almost everything i know and i have a lot of bookshelves because it i like how cozy it feels same but also i annotated the shit out of these so i figure maybe i'll use them one day like today (laughs) yeah like today very important work doing today yeah how's any book updates um i started querying uh okay a couple weeks ago um 
but I am going very slow and it is helping my morale because if I get rejections, I'm like, well, I still have a bunch more people on my list. It's okay. <laughs> so I've gotten like three rejections, I think. And I've only I've queried like six, six agents. So, um, yeah. but I'm working on like tweaking my query a little bit more right now. So then the next batch okay. will be a little bit tweaked and we'll see, but so exciting. yeah, it's good. It's going good. And I'm, I'm down to also read gonna, your um, and letter again. Sorry. Hmm? You want to read my letter again? I will. I will give it to you again. Okay. But I am also entering pitch wars, which I did like a couple. I guess I did last year with my other uh-huh. book, where it's just, um, it's like you get a, a mentor that either has an agent already or has published already, and they help you work through like your manuscript and your query and everything, and get your query package like super, super great. Whoa. And then at the end, they have like an agent showcase where agents will actually come and look at all the different. Um, Thanks. So that's just another way to get in front of agents' eyes. So I'm doing that as well. So well, that's interesting. We should do an episode about it. Or Honestly, yeah. just talk about I gotta, it at some point. My main thing is I have to write a synopsis, which I hate. And some agents mm-hmm. require it. Um, and because of that, Pitch Wars requires it. Um, and I just, oh my god, it's so annoying. Well, good luck. Excited to hear more. Your hair looks yeah. cute, by the way. Thank Anyways. you. I got like nine inches cut off of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. How long has it been since it was that short? It has not been this short probably since I was a kid. Uh, it's been short, but Whoa. not this short. So, and oh I only got God. it. I got it cut like once during the pandemic. So, and it was just a trim. So yeah, thank you. I like your hair. Thanks. I got a little bit shaved. <laughs> I like it. Thanks. Looks good. It's like baby punk. Um, we love I'm that. flying tomorrow. We'll talk about this later. Okay. Books we hate. Mm-hmm. I didn't really. I didn't really use the word hate. I I, I prefer don't like because I don't know if I really hate all of these, but yeah. you probably hate yours. I don't know. Um, no, I don't. it's complicated. There's we'll go we'll get into it, but I think we should start with the one we both have. Cool, 1984. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would say I don't hate this one. Yeah, but I think I've talked about it before. How like. Not this. Not that this is necessarily like one of those. I guess it is, it is a classic, but it's not like I don't know. It's hard just being sci-fi to consider a it a classic because you're so used to thinking the classics are like To Kill a Mockingbird and very like literary. But like um, thirty thousand or whatever leagues under the sea and like the center of the earth and um, yeah, it's true. Uh, the Fahrenheit four fifty one. Those are all kind of dystopian. Yeah. But yeah, I just kind of lumped this in with the books I read in high school, essentially. And I like, I don't know if I read it outside of high school, if I would appreciate it more. But it's just like, I, I always like, sci-fi is my favorite genre, but I just could never, it just didn't really have any action. I think that was what I wanted. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so used to reading YA in high school. Yeah, um, it's a very depressing so. book. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've heard people talk about... Um, it's almost like fangirly the way people did with One Direction, but like hypothesize <laughs> a queer romance hidden in this book. Oh. Which I think is interesting. And it makes me want to reread it. It is um, interesting. Because I think that's like fun. But fun. yeah, it's just very. There are parts about it that I like and remember very vividly, but it's such a depressing book. And it's really hard to read for me, especially to read a depressing book. Yeah. I felt that way about The Road as well um, in, uh, mm-hmm. I read that in high school as well it's like the one with like the no punctuation or punctuation is all weird and it's just like 
I don't know. I could never. Yeah. It's just something about adult. About that, the punctuation. Like adult dystopian stuff. Like mm-hmm. or at least of. <laughs> at least. These two. It's Especially just, it like when there's no. When there's no romance in a book too. <sighs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> it's like. But it, I mean, people are embarrassed because it's like a girly thing to like romance. But like, when in your life have you ever been in a room with people? And you're like single and you don't like at least think one of them's attractive. I mean, come on. Especially in a life or death situation, that gets heightened even more. No, totally. It's pretty so it's unrealistic, unrealistic for there not to be. Exactly. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's really I don't really oh, we both have Carolina cups. <laughs> we also have the same copy or we had the same copy of nineteen eighty four. And mine was yeah, you mine was written up anymore. as well all over. But you got rid of it? I did. Because I was just like, I'm never... The only the only quote-unquote classic I own is still Gatsby, so... <laughs> Beautiful, though. Yeah, most of my annotations in this, because I read it for a dystopian class, I'm comparing the... Um, yeah, because you read it in college, like, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm comparing, like, the, dysto- the style of this particular dystopian world. So mm-hmm. it's, like, not that sterile white dystopian that I guess was in a book that I read before this one. Yeah, I don't remember. But I actually have quite a few dystopian novels in this pile. Um, but my next one is one that I know you've probably read. Or do you want to go? I already You can it. go. Go for it. <laughs> Florida of the Flies. Oh, yes. We Fuck read that in book. middle school, didn't we? I read it. No. I no, I guess I read it in high school, too. You're right. I think it was like freshman year, though. Yeah. Yeah. I remember because I was really lonely freshman year of high school and it just made me even more depressed. Um, yeah. Also, it's got this in it, which is a sticky note that says AC, which means I brought it for background fill for a play that I was in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't I just. OK, so I was out at a restaurant the other day. And they gave you these, like, rubber chickens or whatever to, like, instead of a buzzer. Okay. Um, but it was, like, all That's different fun. types of things, not just rubber chickens. There was also, like, a big pig. Okay. And there were these, like, two boys whose family had rubber chicken, like, fucking around. And this one kid who was, like, alone with his parents who had this pig. And he was kind of, like, a dork. And he went over to the boys to, like, hang out with them, whatever. And they were very <laughs> aggressive. They were, like, throwing their chicken up in the air. And, like, watching it slap the ground and make a noise. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Lord of the Flies. And then the guy with the pig walked over, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to kill him. But anyways. Yeah, I I think I, I agree with your <laughs> sentiment. <laughs> yeah, there's just, like, no hope in this book. There's a whole metaphorical rape of the fat kid, which kills me. I hate it. I vividly yeah. remember talking about the symbolism of that in my class. And my teacher was like, well, what do you think is going on here? And nobody got it. And I was like, it's a metaphor for rape. Great. So, yeah. Love these memories. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's an unnecessary literary motif. Okay. What's your next one? Yeah. I was going to say that I, a book that I loved that is very similar to Lord of the Rings, but it's a little different because Lord of the Rings. Wow. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Um, is the Maze Runner series, which I adore, but it also has mm-hmm. some females in it at least, and and yeah. they're older, so like it's a little bit less chaotic. So yeah, yeah. I just 
I, people say that Lord of the Flies is like true or it's like what would happen, but I don't want to yeah. believe that. I don't either. Um, but who knows? So the last few years, I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> if Donald Trump was in the mix, then yeah, it would happen. Oh, this is true. I mean. But if it was yeah. like. All right. My next one is friends? actually just. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just like spiraling. Uh, please move on so we don't have to think about this anymore. My next one is basically any novella or alternate POV book entries in a series because <laughs> they don't need to be made. <laughs> any novella book entries? Like the Brie Tanner Twilight one. Oh, that, those kind of things. Okay. Just like little, little pieces that like I totally understand if you're a diehard fan, like you'll read them and buy them. But I just... And that's like, I guess the point, but even the trilogies and, and even the series that I love and still keep on my bookshelf, I've gotten rid of those because like, I'm not yeah. going to read them again. And honestly, in my opinion, if those aren't the main characters to start with, they're not going to be as interesting. <laughs> that's fair. The only one that I can think of that I like did follow a main character, actually. Yeah, I have not read it, but apparently the Edward point of view or POV is like really horrible and gross. And I'm like, I don't need I've heard some people like alternate. it. I know, I, I know, and I get it. It's just like, ugh. I don't know why I would... I think like a little novella, like a little short insert of like a new character, I'd read more than a whole book that I've already read from a different point of view, so. Yeah. Um, Much rather have Emmett's Wild Day in the Woods than fucking yeah. Edward Cullen retells the entire series. Yeah. Puke my and guts a, I, out. I read on Wikipedia, I think. I, I don't know why I was on Stephanie Meyer's Wikipedia page, but like I think she's still writing more. Or, like, she's writing more Twilight books, and I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know the purpose of that. Wait, have we talked about this? Did you know Renesmee's birthday is 9-11? It is? Yes. <laughs> is that purposeful? I mean, yeah, I don't know how I it mean, could I mean, I guess so. Because, like, how do you... Why do you choose that date? Oh, great. I don't know. That just what? makes everything feel worse. Even though it's not, like, really horrible, but, like, it's bad. It's pretty... It's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I mean, like, it's... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's bad, but like, what? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just weirdly it's bad. Really hard Why would you pick that date out of? <laughs> I mean, there are already so many questions I have for her, but that one's probably the biggest now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Anyways, when I found that out, I could not stop laughing. That is so it was, weird. <laughs> it was, yeah. Anyways, that is fun so fact, absurd. Everybody. Okay. Interesting. For that alone, Twilight should be on our list, but it's not. <laughs> it's not, because we've done a whole episode on how much we love Twilight. <laughs> and how it's problematic. Actually. So we've done we've done multiple. That's true. Sides. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that was a good one. I appreciate you. My next one is a Margaret Atwood book. Is this all from this one class? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> not all. Good. But I did want to talk about I want to talk about the other two because they're classics. Yeah. Um, but this one, I read two. I've read two Margaret Atwood books. This is not Handmaid's Tale. Um, I figured you would have just said Handmaid's Tale if it was. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, I didn't love Handmaid's Tale, but the whole concept behind it—that it's like actually these this story from tapes at the end—and then mm. there's like certain visuals in Handmaid's Tale that are so beautiful. Um, and romantic that I really love and yeah I actually want to reread it um but yeah this is called Oryx and Crake and I've got a complicated pr 
probably the most complicated relationship with this book of any book I've ever read. Um, at first, I hated it. I thought it was like, there's a character in this that is referred to as having Asperger's, but in like a very derogatory, immature way. And Ugh. it's super offensive, and I hate it. That's terrible. But, um, part of me also wonders if she's doing that on purpose as, like, a commentary. Um, so I still don't, I still don't know how I feel about it, but, um, it's impossible for me to ignore the part of me that's, like, we don't need another story. Even if it's on purpose, it's not nuanced enough to be helpful, yeah. like, guaranteed to be helpful the way Handmaid's Tale is, right? Like, clearly the people who are suppressing the women are the bad people. In this, it's yeah. kind of more up in the air. Um, and it's also really depressing. Like, it's about... It has a lot to do with the future of the world and, like, the stuff that's available on the internet. And, like, these two young boys are watching, like, murder porn. And so, like, that's really distressing. <laughs> uh, basically, I hate all books that, like, showcase toxic masculinity spiraling out of control and ruining the world yeah um not only because it's scary for me but like it's horrible for everyone and it just makes me lose faith in humanity that's why i write about little sweet boys who don't do anything wrong (laughs) that's not true (laughs) but comparatively but this is probably the only book that i really oops i dropped a book that I really just kind of want to throw away, but I don't because I still have a, I don't know. I'm still undecided. No, I get it. Give me your next one. All right. My next one is like, these are all YA. My next one is the Shatter Me series, which is like, okay. It's been out for, I don't, the first one came out in 2011, but like it's been on shelves it's just every time you go into a, a YA section on at a bookstore, it is or at a bookstore at Barnes Noble because I mean, that's that's the only like big big name bookstore still. Um, you see like all of them, and there's I didn't even realize this. There's six main books, but then there's like four more of those little novella things in between, like <laughs> in between the different ones. Because I'm looking at Goodreads right now. Mm-hmm. But I started reading the first book and then I was like, okay, Christmas is coming up. Let me ask my family or like I had a secret Santa thing with, with my boyfriend's family as well to get me like the rest of the books in the series because I kind of liked it. Sorry. <laughs> that was so scary. I'm sorry. It was industry, baby. That's okay. I'm, I'm good with that. Um. Okay. Anyways, you were talking about... Secret Santa and and the Shatter Me series. Yes, I I asked for the rest of the series. I don't think the sixth book had come out yet, but they were like they were still re- being released. And so I mm-hmm. asked for the rest of the series for Christmas, and I got like most of them. But then I ended up just not reading them because I like couldn't ever get back into the first one, and it oh was my just God. I don't know. It was like the only time I bought like a whole series because I was like, oh, I'm gonna love this, and I just didn't really like it at all. <laughs> like I liked it, Damn. but it was it felt like. It was almost like the characters were way more over the top than in normal, like, normal YA. Than in, like, other YA. Like, it felt very, even more dramatized than YA typically is. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I feel that. Um, and one of, like, the quote-unquote villain, he was really creepy and gross and made me uncomfortable. 
And it's just like a oh, boy don't that Don't you was, hate that? Yeah, it was it's basically her thing is like you she can't be touched cuz she she basically anyone that touches her cause it gets pain or like it's super I don't know. Oh. Feels pain. And like she finds this one boy that doesn't feel pain when he touches her and that's like who who the love interest is, but then there's this villain that I think he doesn't either and like she doesn't want to tell him. And like, it's just really weird. And like, he's just really aggressive. And because of that premise and the whole touching thing, it, it makes room for all this weird stuff. And I, obviously oh. I've literally only read half of the first book. So I have no idea where the series goes. And, and if it, it might sound ridiculous to anyone you. that has read the entire series and loves it, but I don't know. I was just like, ick. no, I get it. That definitely gives me the ick. So my next one, I'm going to save the best for last. Universe. I don't actually have... I mean, I know, ex- a- I know exactly what you're going to say for last, obviously. Yeah. Anyway. Just for you. <laughs> so this isn't the book that I hate. It's I have one of the Mortal Instruments books, which has a hole in the back of it because I used it to hold up my couch when one of the legs fell off. Um, <laughs> if that's like... I should keep my books just for that purpose. <laughs> Use hardbacks, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this, this There's now a hole from page... Page 423 to the end, which is on, I don't know. Okay, for some reason, the page numbers end very early in the book. But it's more than 500, so it's through 100 pages. Um, Damn. This little Mm. hole. So that's fun. Um, Gives it character. But, so I love Mortal Instruments series, and I love the Clockwork Angel series, and there's one more that's between, takes place between them, and I love that one. But there's one that takes place after this called, like, Devices, like, Dark Devices or something. I don't Mm. even know. But I just, the main, it's about, like, teenagers who are in love and who are in the shadow world or whatever. But they, like, their parents are dead and one of them has, like, ten siblings and he takes care of them and he's, like, the new father and it's just so weird because he's like 16 and he's taking care of these babies and he's falling in love with this blonde girl who's his best friend since childhood and they're like (laughs) do this like best friend warrior thing but then like um they are like sexy in love and like making out all the time and it's just i don't know it something about it it gives me the ick like like with the it's just i don't know why I think maybe this author isn't great at writing children. Um, maybe. They just don't, it's not believable to me. And the, it happened, the story took place so quickly after the previous series that it wasn't believable for this, their like society to have this same set of problems again, I didn't think. And it was such a thinly veiled like way for the author to process Trump. I felt. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you like, told me about that. Yeah, it just wasn't done in an intelligent way. I felt, um, and but normally I'd be like, oh, I hate it, whatever. But the audiobooks were narrated by one of my favorite actors of all time, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So the fact that I don't, and I re-listen to audiobooks all the time. The fact that I don't want to re-listen to this one, it makes me so sad. That is sad. And there's a character named after one of the. Buffy the Vampire Slayer characters too so and there's like painted tarot cards it's like it should I should love it but I don't because it's bad yeah I think that just illustrates the same thing that happens in TVs TVs in TV and movies like 
it's just you there's at some point at some point you just have to stop <laughs> right but the one so there's four series and i like chronologically yeah. like when they take place this is the yeah. fourth one the one that i hate but the second one is the newest written one oh okay. and i love it yeah um <sighs> weird but yeah just i don't know have some self-restraint maybe filter it more <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't even read. I mean, maybe she had like a ghostwriter or something for that series and not for this one, and that's why it feels different. But yeah, I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And I wanted I, to so bad. I, yeah, I can't stand when that happens. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Funny you bring up um, the Mortal Instruments. <laughs> <gasps> Brenna, how dare no. you! I'm just, it's only on here because I just, again, like never finished it. And I, I think I only read City of Bones. I don't think I read anything else. I can't really remember. Um, but I okay. mostly, as you know, I just don't really like, like fantasy. And I know it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's more like, I don't know. I'm just not a big fantasy person. So I think I got kind of like a little, uh, I don't know. Bored? It just wasn't memorable. What is it about like, it though? I don't remember. This was years and years ago. For this book, it was year. It was years and years ago, but I don't know what it is because I just saw Shang Chi and it was like my favorite thing ever, and it was all like fantasy and really beautiful. So I don't know. <laughs> so you, because you just saw what? Shang Chi, the Marvel movie. Oh, oh, oh. And that was fantasy, and you liked it. I mean, it was like partially one? fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't know. I, I just, just, it's just weird. I'm so curious. Because I think I need so to reread many... it. I would like you to, just so I can see if you still have the... Because even if you do still hate it, I'm really curious. I want to know why. Yeah. Because the concept I personally find so fascinating. I will say that the City of Bones Mortal Instruments series doesn't have, like, that grand storytelling theme Mm -hmm. that I say is, like, so important. I just love the (laughs) characters so much. Yeah. Um, that I ignore it. <laughs> no, that's so. totally fair. But her yeah. other first series does. It's a great concept. Oh, it's so good. I'm re-listening to it right now. I just finished re-listening to Mortal Instruments. Um, yeah. There's just like, what could you want more than like sexy teenage demon slayers with tattoos on their bodies? Um, sexy teenage werewolves? <laughs> There are werewolves too. That's there true. <laughs> and vampires. And nerds. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Warlocks. There's gays. I'll have queers, to I'll have to reread lesbians, it again. Fairies. Every every single thing. Glitter. Gingers. Anyways. Perfect. There's also a lot of art in the books, which is also why I love them. Yeah. And it's so clear Cassandra Clare has like an education in art history and historical architecture because it's so beautifully woven into the history, like the fantastical history that's in the book. It's like very ground in historical places. And I love that. <laughs> Anyways. That is like yeah, the that first thing I ever you. tried to make concept art about. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. anyways. Um, so Mortal Instruments, that's on your list of books you hate? No. I don't hate it. I was just literally trying to think of anything that I stopped reading. And that was okay. one of them. So Lame. 
Yeah. You know what I stopped reading, but then eventually read? The book you're Hoot. about to tell. No. Hoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then I loved it. When I first tried to read it, I think it was too advanced for me, which is sad because it's not that advanced. I think I've told this story before, but I had, there was like a, I can't for the life of me figure out what series it was or anything. Like I've tried looking at middle grade books during the years that I would have read it. And Mm -hmm. like, I can't find it anywhere. Maybe it was YA and I had no idea, but it was basically started with like a dad molesting his daughter. And I have no idea why. (laughs) Like it it terrified me. Yeah, you have talked about that before. Like, I don't know what it was. (laughs) I have a similar memory. I ran into someone that I went to preschool with. And ended up going to the library with her and her mom, and she showed me this book series that she really liked. And very early on, there was, like, a sex scene in front of the fireplace. And I was like, I am not supposed to be reading this. And, like, sometimes when you find sexy things when you're little, it, it like, turns you on or whatever, and it's, like, fun and cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. otherwise I, it's just... I wish it had never happened. Ugh. It was so disturbing. My, my mom... She used to always, she now more reads like biographies and memoirs and stuff, but she used to read mystery novels like all the time. And she actually let mm-hmm. me read like this one series that was adult, but it was like the tamest possible thing. It was like, a series of, of books based on a bakery. So they are all mm-hmm. of them are named like treats. So it was like a, a chocolate murder, obviously something more creative than that. Mm-hmm. But I got to read those when I was a kid and I felt so grown up, but they were so tame and nothing ever happened. <laughs> So, except, like, the murder, but I don't even think, I don't have any traumatizing memories from that. Good story. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So, yes, my last one is Divergent. Yeah. Um, and I just hate the main character so much. But it's not just that. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Yeah, just the words she uses, Veronica Roth uses to introduce this romance are so fucked up. (laughs) In, like, such a concentrated way. Like, yes, you could say the same thing about Twilight, but it's more diluted, I think. This is, like, this reads, like, kinky fan fiction of, like, a Twilight Harry Potter... (laughs) meld then this industry package and it's disguised as like okay and i think that can be dangerous i have this page annotated when he throws that knife at her or whatever um, oh yeah and then it's like he, he squeezes my shoulder his fingers feel dry and cold and the look he gives me claims me like he's taking ownership of what i did claims you he oh, just dear. met you girl I haven't read this in a while. <laughs> Their shade of blue is peculiar, so dark it is almost black with a small patch of lighter blue on the left iris next to the corner of his eye. What? Typical romance. That's what I wrote. Sorry. I, didn't I mean, yeah. That's true. But then I said, um, <laughs> if I wanted to hurt you, don't you think I would have already? And I was like, holy shit, is that a threat? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, at some point she says, I knew he wouldn't hurt me. And I, like, annotated, well, that's good. I don't know. There's a very early motif as well where she's just like walking through the street and a man is staring at her. Um, And she like, just the way, it almost feels like we've all been there as women, right? Walking down the street, man staring at you, makes you uncomfortable. But the way it was written, 
it just felt like she had never, like she wasn't a woman from planet Earth. Like it didn't, it didn't yeah. feel like it explored what actually goes on there. And it almost like cheapened the experience, if that makes sense. Um, I also, I will say, as Brenna sort of hinted at earlier, uh, this, the Margaret Atwood and the 1984 book are all from my dystopian class that I took. And I had a big problem with a lot of the books because I was in a lot of pain my freshman year because of my arthritis. And the way people, it just made me notice the way most of these authors that I was reading wrote about pain was so ignorant. And like, it just, they clearly didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. I don't know. And it like made me mad because I was in pain. I was like, I can tell you what it feels like. Yeah. I'm like, pick a different genre to write in. Yeah, I think the main difference is that I read this when I was a teenager, you read this in college for a class, and you took notes on it. And I feel like if I had read this when I was older, or read it for the first time when I was older, I would have probably yeah. got these things too. That's fair. Yeah, that's there the is problem. a relationship in Mortal Instruments that I just reread that is super fucked up and not cool. Like yeah. It's this, these two werewolves who, one of them was changed before the other and became abusive and actually ended up turning her when he got jealous after they had broken up. But then they get back together when they run into each other again. And just mm. like, I've been in abusive relationships and yeah, I know people go back into them, but that's not what you do in a book for children. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. questioned at all. Like what? And she was like a strong, badass character too. So like the kind of girl you want to be like, Mm. so that's fucked up and I have reread it a lot since I first read it and it's only this time that it hit me like that so that and it is probably the first time I've read it since I got out of that relationship and have been in therapy yeah I think I can say that it did perpetuate shit for me I think we're always evolving as people and we're not gonna (laughs) point out things And the, yeah, that makes it worse if kids are reading it like me and thinking, oh my God, this is this is so hot. This is normal. I don't know if that's what I thought, but yeah. like I can well, understand I mean, how that could be. And I get, better. there is a place for this. Of like course, I think yeah. when it is fan fiction or if it is like a kinky mm-hmm. novel, like that's fine. Yeah. But you just kind of have to separate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And here I was thinking you hated it just because it was The Hunger Games, part two. <laughs> no, I would say the thing that feels the most rip-offy to me about it is the name of the different groups. I feel like that's a Harry Potter rip-off. True. Faction before blood. Hand grazing my jaw and my neck. Sometimes I just want to see it again. Want to see you away. Run away, you idiot. <laughs> oh my god, he says, yes. you think I know anything about tears? What? If a guy ever says that to you, girl, run away. <laughs> run away. Do you want your man to cry when you give birth to your first baby? Because he's so happy. Or because he's worried about you because you're in pain. Both of those that things. That too. Both, preferably. Anyways, um, do you have any others? No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> do you feel personally attacked? No. 
I don't. Oh, good. At all. This article I found says that Jennifer Lawrence convinced uh, Cheyenne Woodley to play, or to be in the franchise. <laughs> oh, fuck. I bet she was like, this will be just as popular as my, what mine was. It'll be great. Uh-huh. <laughs> I bet they're not friends anymore. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, feel free to give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. You can follow us on Twitter at ObsessNaturally or email us at anobsessivenature at gmail.com. Perfect. (laughs) 